Ew. Smells like it's time for another Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Oh, there's going to be some drama ahead. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. Hello. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? Oh boy, he's had all that shy is right. Shoo! me, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm alright. So, what's this episode going to be about? Well, um, you might be able to work it out. This is our April Fool's episode. <laughs> no, it really is. This isn't an April Fool. I'll be a pretty stupid April Fool. It's not going to be a prank on you, the listeners, on this occasion, although we may have been guilty of that in the past. But no, we're going to be telling you about some April Fool's um, pranks that were played on us um, quite recently. And, well, you can maybe guess who was the perpetrator of these pranks. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying it, but uh, uh, considering how things are between us and considering it's the beginning of the last month of his contract, yeah... The perpetrator was Ick. Ick has been playing April Fool's jokes on all of us, but it's more complicated than that. Well, at least my reaction to it is more complicated. Well, anyway, let's run the theme music and I'll explain. Yes, let's run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, well, it's a positive thing, Paul. The High Life, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Um, I'll go anywhere for a potato. Delicious. Hello, campers. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you? <laughs> go Shy Yeti. Oh, my. He hasn't found out my secret. I think he has. I love the Yeti test. It's my favourite thing. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I, I have a spring he's drawn to Yeti and John's ankles as well. <laughs> Has the Shy Life podcast laid down? I don't think so. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? It's all green. You see it? Yum, 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 yum. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life podcast. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul. Hi there. Oh dear, oh dear, Paul. It's been rather confusing, hasn't it? Oh, it has. Um, Clomity, yes. Uh, it's difficult to know quite what to do. Yes. We didn't necessarily realise he was playing pranks or that he was responsible. I mean, I could have kept that from you, the listeners. Um, but I didn't really want anyone else getting the blame. It, it's important in a way that we tell you that it was Ick who did these pranks. And you'll get to witness them through the magic of podcasting. But, uh, uh it's more complicated, as I said. Yes, Paul, it's been quite difficult. 
it has been quite difficult because even though they were pranks, they did embarrass people. They, you know, effectively have cost them money in some cases. And he's just trying to do it to irritate us so that we get cross with him. So I've been very keen to pretend that we don't care or just to laugh it off as the joke that it's meant to be. Yes, Paul, yes. I, I just didn't want to anger Ick, no, Paul, because, you know, the more fuel he has to storm out, the more it seems like he's being reasonable. Yeah, well, that's what I'm worried about. We have to play along with the joke and laugh and pretend it didn't bother us at all, even though some of these pranks were quite cruel and, and, and quite unlike Ick. Yes, Paul, oh, dear. The other thing we had to do was make sure that uh, nobody tried to play a prank on Ick. And did that succeed, Paul? Hmm... Well, we'll come to that later. Oh dear, Paul, it's been quite a drama. It has. Um, who does he think he is, Paul? Like the Joker from Batman? It's funny you say that, because um, before we share with you the pranks he played, you might like to hear the message we all received once they were done. He sent this to all the people he'd been playing pranks on. Oh yes, Paul, play it to them. Uh, here, here we go. <laughs> think he was just doing it because it is a tradition there's more to it a spitefulness uh, uh like he's trying to provoke us yes paul yes that is most definitely the case yes so uh uh paul who who did he play the pranks on well um let me see bettina august uh reginald Tallulah, martin yeti uncle john yourself and what about you paul um, he sort of played a prank on me in that he he was laughing about uh, how upset about it I was. I, I, I don't know if there was anything else that I've missed. I was so busy being discombobulated by the whole thing. Yes, Paul. Oh, dear. So, will you tell us about each of the pranks? Yeah, yes, I will. In some cases, um... I got a lot of angry phone calls that day. I think people realised it was Ick even before he officially uh, declared it. Yes, Paul. I mean, Yeti Uncle John is known as a prankster, but uh, but I think Ick left his slimy trail over quite a lot of what he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. And uh, although, you know, Toppy and Sassy often mention Ick leaving a slimy trail, he, let me tell you, listeners, he doesn't do that like everywhere go he's not some sort of giant snail no no paul if he could leave slime he's done it deliberately yeah it's like as if a snail um only left a trail when he was cross or tried to be spiteful passive aggressive sort of um so yes there were slimy clues left at the scenes of the crime um didn't necessarily notice them at the time 
no, I discovered mine later when I sat in it. Uh, yeah, right. Well, um, yeah, let's let's tell the listeners about what happened, and uh, and we, listeners, we may break during uh, this section for for some quiz or clip or something or other. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll come back again and talk to you about um, the fallout from all this um, towards the end of the show. Uh, so have, have a listen to this section. breakfast and I, I want to know which of these appeals to you mm, okay my favorite meal of the day yeah so you've got chocolate waffles you've got classic bacon and eggs you've got keto chia pudding you've got spinach and banana power smoothie or you've got bacon and egg scramble oh that's easy for me the waffle with the chocolate is just a tad too sweet i, I don't like terribly sweet things in the morning yeah. And, uh, you know, pass on the chia pudding. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, for me, it would be, uh, you know, eggs and bacon. No no yeah. doubt. No yeah, doubt. I think I'd be the same. Uh, I quite like scram- scrambled eggs, but, but and the, you know, those two are relatively similar. But, yeah, I think I'd go for the classic bacon and eggs um, yeah. myself as well. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit the same with waffles. I I never quite got the hang of your American pancakes, the really thick ones. I think mm-hmm. if I was going for a pancake, I'd probably go for a crepe, a French crepe. I kind of like the very thin ones. Cause I, I, only because when I went to places like Denny's and things like that when I was in the States, I just mm-hmm. find that those thick pancakes, you could pour syrup on them, and they just keep sucking it up. <laughs> and yet when you ate it, it still wasn't. I don't know where the syrup had gone. You could barely tell there was a. They are like they're like sponges. You could barely tell. They them. are. Um, oh, that's funny. That's funny. I, I love pancakes, and I'm and I, I am talking American style, not crepes. Oh my god, pancakes! Oh. As a matter of fact, I was at the store just yesterday, and I went was in the freezer section, and I saw a bag of frozen pancakes, and I got it. Yeah. But I'll I'll probably never have them for breakfast because again, uh, syrup. I mean, I usually have them as I usually have them as a late night snack. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did enjoy my my breakfast in the states, and I enjoyed those ones where it was like a buffet, of course, as well. <laughs> um, um, oh, here you go. Uh, this is a random tongue twisters. I'm going to tell you a random tongue twister. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby Bippy bought a bat. Bobby Bippy bought a ball. With his bat, Bob banged the ball, banged it bump against the wall. So it boldly, but so boldly, Bobby banged it that he burst his rubber ball. Boo, cried Bobby. Bad luck, ball. Bad luck, Bobby. Bad luck, ball. Now to drown his many troubles, Bobby, Bob, <laughs> Bobby Bippy's blowing bubbles. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh my! Never heard that one. That was, that, that, let that me was. let me give you the only tongue twister I've memorized, 
and I have to say it without thinking because if I think about it, I mess it up. But uh, this is, I'd be interested to hear if this was a, a tongue twister over where you are. Uh, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Ever hear that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Rats. I no, no, I know it's good though. Uh, um, and it's like uh, what is it? Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled pepper. Where's the peck of pickled pepper Peter Piper picked? Did you uh, just do that by memory? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. I, uh, I couldn't remember that one. But what about round round the ragged rocks? The ragged rascal ran as well. Um, here's, here's one here. A fly and a flea flew into a flu, and the fly to the flea said, what shall we do? Let us fly, said the flea, said the fly. Shall we flee? So they flew through a floor in the flu. <laughs> uh, I've heard that one. I don't know that one. Um, some of these ones are... And of course, there's, there's the good old she sold sea oh, shells yeah. by she, the sea shore, yeah, she which I can't even. I can't, I can't, I can't. That's that's almost impossible. She sells seashells on the seashore. There's another bit, but I can't remember it. Um, she stood on the balcony, inexplicably mimicking him, hiccuping him, and amicably welcomed him in. <laughs> Not Wait a minute. That's a t- that's a tongue twister. Apparently, um, but some of these are longer than others. I like the long ones because they make. There's one here. Um, something in a thirty-acre thermal thicket of thorns and thistles thumped and thundered, threatening the three D thoughts of Matthew the. Th- oh, no. That makes sense. I don't care about that one. Yeah. It just sounds like you're lisping. Just sounds like it sounds like it's a load of words. Um, as he. As he gobbled the cakes on his plate, the greedy ape said as he ate, the greener green grapes are the keener keen apes are. To gobble green grape cakes, they're great. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> Through three... No, don't like that one. Um, there we go. Back to Bobby Bippy Boppy Bippy Boo. Um, um, okay. Um, you, you know, never have I ever... Yeah. Um, Never, ha- I don't know what happens if we say, okay, never have I ever snuck candy into a movie theater. I've definitely snuck candy into a movie theater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're so, so expensive, most of the the the, the, the sweets. And what, what would be your food of choice at a, at a cinema, whether you smuggled it in or bought it? I've never been that into popcorn, for instance. Um, me neither. Yeah, I, I've definitely never smuggled popcorn in. It would it would be a candy or yeah. a candy bar or something like that. Um, you know, like at the time, my my favorite probably would have been Reese's peanut butter cups. At that time, you know, maybe maybe I would have gone with a an old movie theater standby, like for some reason, like Good and Plenty or something like that, or yeah. Snow Caps or Milk Duds. I like um, sort of, well, things like Swedish fish, but but not necessarily Swedish fish, but that sort of thing, a fruity, chewy, um, mm-hmm. sweet. Um, yeah, gumdrops. Like, yeah. For a, for a long time, folks, all we had were gumdrops. <laughs> there was none of this other stuff. They were just gumdrops, and they didn't have a shape. They were just drops. Yeah, the trouble is, I can. I don't know what you. I don't know what you're like. If you if you say, 
I quite like the pick and mix. Did they do pick and mix at your cinemas where you can go and you can, you know, oh, have a few of those, a few of those, a few of those. Trouble is, I would gobble them down. The, the, the trailers were barely over before. I, I found it very difficult to sort of make my sweets or the, whatever food I got with me last, like very far into the film. Um, I'm dreadful like that. Oh, was same like, here. Same yeah. here. No, could, they were I, they were gone in no time. It was sort of like <laughs> just put them in a chew chew chew. Like always, you shoving the next one in. And, oh, dreadful. Um, let's do a couple more of these. Oh, what's it say? It says question type. Okay, you've got. I'll let you choose the theme. We can do never have ever questions on entertainment, funny, good questions. Never have I ever for kids. There, embarrassing, gross, food, breaking rules, drinking, dirty or funny. Any of those appeal? Oh, let's try a breaking rule one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I might do three, so we've got them in front. Actually, that last one was kind of a breaking a rule. Yeah. Candy in the theater. Um, Never have I ever tried to fake my report card. Ooh. I can tell you. Have I never? No, I don't think I ever did that. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. I don't know that I did either. I don't know that it would have been that easy to have done that because usually it was like on a typewriter and um, yeah i don't think i did i don't think i dared and probably more so i i I just wouldn't have been aware that one could do that (laughs) you know i don't think that would have ever occurred to me i have cheated on tests yeah Yeah. which is you know uh i mean i've looked at other people's papers this is in like grade school yeah um and i remember one time my teacher caught me because she she called me up after the test and said, you know, uh, Tappy, these numbers that you've written down for the answer, well, it's almost as if you were looking at someone's paper in front of you that was upside down because all these numbers would have been correct if they, you know, like uh, yeah. they were really sixes instead of nines or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't even do that right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure I did something similar. Of course, it's got quite um, uh, advanced these days. You can't, you can't sort of do your essay and then quip half of it from a book or whatever, because they they now even in schools, even in when I was at that at the college, they were starting to bring in software that would. Because um, when I was when I was first at the college, I actually found out that somebody had copied a. Uh, they used to do a dissertation, and I found that somebody had copied one from about two years before and they because it was an international college they were all from different countries and that it must have been that um well we people were allowed to look at old reports but more to see how a, a dissertation was written but right. this one guy one guy just copied it but he was um i think he was gone by the time he uh and of course the people marking it Change, probably change over the years but na- nowadays they put any dissertations for through software but i think that even happens at schools um so you can't even cheat on your homework um because because it'll be put through a thing and they'll go yeah this is- but how are they going to combat this new ai stuff hmm. where like how are they going to be able to tell like you can just give some prompts and then ai will write a report I, I'm not sure, but I saw there was a new one that did that, 
and, and I, I felt like some people were either caught out or I heard somebody say that they'll give a different type of homework which isn't involving in writing essays but learning to write essays and learning to write reports and things is something that a lot of people would sort of need to do in their you know in their in their careers um for their jobs so it seems a shame not to teach people how to write because they're going to be possibly cheating but uh, yeah i don't know it's, it's a strange thing uh, I, this is this is neither here nor there but i think often one of the mistakes at least in the us educators make is they they never make it clear why you're learning something or why it would be important mm. and not just say like you'll need to you'll need to know this someday no like really show a practical example yeah. like this is why you need to learn this because it'll be very important for blah 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 and then give specific examples and and I don't know. I don't. We, we said for, yeah, we said for a while that um, it re really you should with things like maths. They shouldn't. Uh, oh, certainly in the UK, or certainly when I was at school, you were learning maths until you at least until you were sixteen. But it got to a stage. I don't know quite what age you were, thirteen or fourteen, where you were starting to learn things like fractions, and then you were starting to learn learn things like really complicated mathematics, which nobody has ever needed. What I think would be better is you learn basic mathematics, stuff mm -hmm. that's useful, um, and then if for some reason you're thinking I'm want to become a I'm going to become an engineer or I'm going to become something that's going to need the more complicated mathematics, then you or science or something, and then you might go down that route. And then the rest of us should just learn about household management, how to manage a budget, how to. You know, uh, I would have I would have benefited way way more. Yeah. With education, if someone had just given me a class on basic yeah. household. Yeah. How to manage a budget? What is a credit card? How do you use a credit card? What are the dangers of credit? That would have been really helpful, but yeah. nobody did. Nobody had that. No, we didn't. We we didn't have that. I don't know whether they do that that um, more these days or whether it's still the same. But it just feels like we're taught the taught in maths. You're taught stuff you really don't need, but you would benefit from that basic you know particularly if people are like going to go to university and or go or leave home and then they're going to have to man manage whatever budget they have whatever money they have um or just just classes on life skills in general uh you know let's have some more classes uh that prepare you uh, for real life and and let's have a lot of classes before you go off to some dumb college and waste fifty thousand dollars, you know, how about uh, making people <laughs> have more of an educated guess about what the hell they're doing instead of just stumbling through it all? Yeah, boy, do I sound angry? Boy, uh, I well, wonder why. Hmm. Yeah, um, never have I ever started a funny rumor or even a rumor. Have you ever started a rumor? Ooh. Wow, I want to say no, but that's almost. I wouldn't say I'd started. Not exactly a rumor, but I've definitely told lies or fabrications to make a point. But usually, when the other person has been really smarmy. So, for instance, this happened just the other day. I, I posted a, a music video, and somebody who I know, um, who's a Facebook friend, who can be very smarmy and smug. Um, and just was auto, 
automatically, oh, that video looks so rubbish. It looks like it's done for a cheap comedy show. And, and I felt, it's not my video, but I felt it was a personal attack. Huh. I just felt that's how I felt. Um, I, I, I felt, you know, that singer's gone work really hard at that video. And I didn't think he was right anyway. Um, so I replied to his comment oh right yeah i read an article where she said that that's what that's the look she was going for she's a mm. great fan of um of, of comedy shows and she wanted her video to look like a comedy video um <laughs> yeah didn't she do well wasn't it great and um that shut him up <laughs> but it was that's totally funny. but it was totally fabrication but i just felt because the the way he came across was so smug and sort of Oh, I don't like it. I think that's rubbish. And and I don't post things on my wall. I post things on my wall for people either to not comment or to say they like it. I don't mm-hmm. want you to say that's rubbish because that's I chose that video to put on my wall. And so you're being horrible to me, not just the singer. <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in response to that question, the only thing I can say for sure is I, I'm not sure I ever created a rumor or started a rumor, but I know for sure I've continued rumors, you know, through um, uh, gossip and things like that. I've repeated rumors for absolute sure. Yeah. I'll I t- I tell you one thing, actually. Um, I got drawn into a rumor, uh, and then, well, so this is when I was at work. There, was, there were two people. I don't know. I think she was in her twenties. He was perhaps in his thirties at the time. They were always hanging out together. Um, it like at lunch times, and I didn't really care less about them. I didn't really think about them. Um, but it got to the stage that I, I thought it was common knowledge. I thought they were a couple. I, mm-hmm. I literally thought they were a couple. Um, they they didn't work on my floor, so we always see them going out. They were always together, um, and then suddenly somebody turns around and says, "I I hear." you or one of the people in the library has been started gossip that we're we're um a, a couple and blah, 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 and they and i i thought well what's obviously happened is whoever started the gossip who presumably works in their office has been caught out and rather than admit it they've said oh i heard it first in the library um and i just called them out on it i said because I, when, when i first worked in the college i used to have coffee with this this um lady maggie who was known to be a little perhaps a little bit eccentric a little bit anarchic a good while older than me but she was one of those she's a lovely lovely person but you often found that you had to wait to speak because she had so much to say and then you had to wait for a gap and then you'd say your piece uh but i used to go for coffee with her she was quite supportive of my poetry um and I, i really liked her and um but people thought we were a couple just because we hang out together. Mm. And so I said to this this girl who was the girl in the couple that didn't exist, I, I said, you have to watch out. There are people in your office who are known for starting gossip. Mm. And they presumably just pointed their finger at us to, to, to shift it away, f- away from us. What really got to me, though, was um, there were only three of us in the library. And one of the people, I, my boss I got on really well with, the the library clerk at the time she was a bit like a an older sister she very rarely would side with you or she'd say something or she'd be quite blunt and and she said to me why don't you just admit it's what you did and i was i would like to if i had done it i would what i'm cross about is (laughs) is that i didn't do it and nor did my boss but i couldn't believe that she'd 
that you know my own work colleague had thought that we you know like i cared less about these people and they i didn't care about them at all i said yeah um but it was weird that it was a bit of gossip that became common knowledge that that uh, everyone just thought oh because there was no i mean presumably she was the the girl who was in this fake couple was appalled with the idea that she could be thought to have been dating this this guy in his 30s but to me i just thought it didn't seem that strange to me they were always together and but yeah i mean that's that sort of awful office politics that i'm glad Uh, i'm away from these yeah yeah um work nothing spreads faster than workspace gossip my wigs how oh, I see you what my dear my wigs darling I tried to get ready for the party and, and, and I wanted to choose a really nice glamorous wig do you wear wigs my darling yes I do wear wigs it's so much easier than having a haircut and it also means you can just you know wear a different wig for every occasion oh I, I never realized so you won't have seen them then no uh uh, where do you usually keep them? Well, in the bedroom. I, uh, I'll have another look, darling. Don't worry about it. Oh, 
You must introduce me to the wigs. I, I'll paint them. Yes, darling, all right. Oh, where are they? Oh, good golly. I, oh, what's it doing under here? Oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, this is one of them anyway. Have you found them, my dear? Well, I found my best one, the one I wanted to wear. The others are, are probably uh, um, lying around somewhere. You should look after them more, my dear. I know, I know. No, this is my best one. Right, I need to just check it. I need to blow the dust off it, I suppose. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Oh, oh, oh no. Bettina, what's wrong? My best wig. It's, it's, it's all frizzy. All frizzy? Yes. It's, it's frizzed right up. Oh dear, my darling. It must be the uh, humidity. Humidity? What humidity? But, oh, just a minute, there's a note. There's a note attached to the wig. What does it say? Ha, ha, ha. He, he, he. It's April Fool's Day. So let it be. Who's done that? Is this your work, darling? My work? No, I didn't even know you had a wig. I guess not. Who could it be? Just a minute, I've got a message on my phone. Who is it from? I'm not sure. I'm listening. Hello, it's me, it's Lily. I am April Fool's prankster. I am holding your wig hostage. I will return it. In return for a big pack of Jaffa cakes. Goodbye. Oh, that ick. What is he playing at? That's very strange. Do you have any Jaffa cakes? I'm sure we must have some somewhere. Oh, this is this is most inconvenient. Oh, that that naughty alien. He is a bit naughty. Oh, it's quite funny though. <laughs> Let me go and get my paints. Oh, you can't paint me now. I, I I'm cross. I I want to paint you when you're experiencing true feelings. I won't be a second. Oh, I'm gonna have to let Paul know about this. I'm furious. I wanted to wear that wig and now I won't be able to. Oh my goodness, what's happened to my paints? What's wrong, darling? My paints, they've turned to water. Your paints turned to... Oh, what have you done now, August? They're, they're all gone. They're, they're, all, they're all turned to water, look. Everything, my bright vermilion. The reds, the greens, the blues, the oranges. All of them, oh, they've gone. Just a minute, there's a note here. What? A note. Probably from a certain alien. He hasn't. Yes, it says exactly what it said on mine. Check your phone. What? Oh, uh, uh, oh there is a message. Yes, I thought there would be. Play it. Oh, all right. Hello, August, it's me. It's Alien. I am the April Fool's Day prankster. I have taken your paints and replaced them with water. If you want them returned, I expect two packets of Jaffa cakes. Let me know, or else I will wash them down the sink. No, no, he can't do that. Oh, don't worry, darling, he won't do that. We'll just have to go and pop into the supermarket. Three packets of Jaffa Cakes. Oh, my poor paints. They'll be so upset. They'll be fine. He's got them hostage. He won't wash them down there. There's hope of getting Jaffa Cakes. Oh, I hope you're right, my darling. Oh, I'm beside myself. Well, I'm beside you too, so come on, let's go and sort it out. Oh. Dear, oh dear. If we hurry, we might get things sorted before we have to go to the party. Oh, dear, oh dear. Just wait till Paul hears about this. Oh, my paints. Reginald? Reginald, where are you? I'm here. I'm just getting changed. Really? Where are you going? I'm going for a date with Tallulah. 
Oh, right. Marvellous. Uh, yes, that's good. That's, uh, are you dressing smart? I'm dressing as a hedgehog. A hedgehog? Why? Why? Because that's what she wants. She's asked me specifically to dress as a hedgehog. Are you sure? Are you sure you didn't mishear her? No, look, I have a message. Hello, it's me, uh, Tallulah. Uh, uh, I want you to come dressed as a hedgehog tonight. I love hedgehogs. All right, goodbye. Uh, that doesn't sound quite right. What do you mean? Well, it sounded a bit like Tallulah, but, yeah. I, I, I don't know what's going on. Well, I don't know what you mean. I've gone and bought this hedgehog costume. Yeah, and very nice it looks too, except you can't seriously intend to go for a nice meal dressed as a hedgehog. Whatever Tallulah wants. Oh, by the way, what's wrong with your magpies today? What? What's wrong with my magpies? I, I don't know. W what is wrong with them? They seem to be making a different noise. And, and also, they're much brighter than usual, colour-wise. Aren't they usually black? They seem to be bright green today. They seem to be bright green. What? What? Oh, my goodness. That's not magpies. There's parakeets. Oh, I did think there was uh, something not quite right. Where are my magpies? Where have they gone to? What are these parakeets doing here? Well, I really don't know. There was a letter that came. A letter? <laughs> we need to open it. Oh, I suppose we should. What does it say? Here's your Uncle John, Reginald. You are the victims of an April Fool's Day joke. You will receive a phone call imminently. Oh, uh, an April Fool's joke? Apparently so. Oh, there's the phone now. Uh, do you mean to tell me I needn't have bought this hedgehog suit? Hello? Hello, who's that? Now, Eek, uh, what, what's, what's going on? I am the April Fool's prankster. I called Reginald and impersonated Tallulah. I see, using my webcam, that uh, the Reginald is wearing a hedgehog costume. Ha ha ha, very funny. He's not funny. He's not funny at all. Where are my magpies? It's okay, I have them here, in the spaceship. They're just having a little, um, 11z snack. Uh, look, um, Ick, this isn't the way that uh, uh, April Fools is meant to, to work. Uh, it's, 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 uh, your, your pranks are cruel. I don't have much money. I spent all of my allowance this week on this hedgehog costume. Do you think I can get a refund? Oh, I don't know, Reginald, but if you can't, then Ick will have to pay you back. Ick, Ick, where's he gone? Can't believe he stole my magpies. That's most unfair. What are you going to do with these parakeets? Well, I can't keep them, can I? Oh, Ick's going to have to sort this out. Uh, there are April Fool's pranks to my foot. Do you think Tallulah will mind if I show up dressed like a hedgehog? Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh I really don't know. Uh, Mum? Uh, what's going on? Oh, there's something wrong with my piano. It's all out of tune. <laughs> Uh, your piano, Mum. How uh, did that happen? You always keep your piano tuned. Finely tuned. I know I do, my darling. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I was just trying to practice a little piece. I wanted to impress Reginald when he came over. We were going for a meal later. Oh, yeah, I remember. 
Do you think it can just be atmospherics? No, darling. A piano doesn't go out of tune overnight. I guess not. Oh, now my phone's ringing. Just a minute. Hello, uh, Martin? Hey, boss. Uh, is, is that you? Uh, what? Hey, boss. I, I just wanted to know, uh, you know, uh, are you the man I should speak to about solving mysterious crimes? Uh, well, uh, it depends what you want. I have to, I have solved mysterious crimes before now. Hey, boss, that sounds great. Yeah, I, I want you to do me a mysterious crime. I'm prepared to pay big money. Uh, right, well, um, I, I mean, I do have all of the, uh, you know, paperwork. I, I used to be a policeman and, and then I was a detective and more recently I've been working in a music school. But I can still do crime stuff. Hey, boss, that sounds great. How about uh, if I give you two million? Uh, you what? Two million, boss. Uh, but to do what? Uh, I need you to kill someone for me. Uh, wh- what? That's not solving a crime. I can't kill someone for you. Really? Oh, well, maybe you're another guy I need to speak to. Uh, no, uh, uh, two million? No, I, c- I can't do that. <laughs> Who's that? What's going on? It's me, Igvalian. <laughs> I am the April Fool prankster. Oh, and you fell for my trick. I don't understand. I made you think that I was going to employ you as a, a crime person. Uh, I didn't really believe it. Ick, why are you playing April Fool's pranks? Because it's April Fool. Yeah, but it's not very nice. It's not funny. Oh, and by the way, is Saluna's piano not in tune? Uh, no, it's not in tune. What's going on, me darling? Uh, it's Ick. Uh, he's just been trying to prank me. Apparently he's also responsible for your piano being out of tune. Oh, I never even saw him come here. Oh, no. I sent my team of angry bees over. And they squirted honey inside your piano. <laughs> and that's why it's out of tune. You did what? Squirted honey on my mum's piano? I did. Hey, before. Oh, no. Honey on my precious piano. That'll be so expensive to, to get it repaired. Uh, Ick. Uh, do you hear that? You've ruined mum's piano. Uh, and and, and uh, you're going to have to pay for it. And, and eek, eek. Well, what's going on? He's gone. Oh, dear. We wait till I tell Paul. <laughs> That's dreadful. Uh, 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 absolutely awful. That stupid alien and his April Fool's tricks. Oh, no, my poor piano. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. I must get this next episode edited. Oh, uh, how are you doing, Paul? Uh, I'm doing, you know, sometimes episodes take longer to edit than than uh, you, you realise they're going to. But, uh, yeah, I guess I'm nearly done. Oh, that's good. Oh, is that the front door? Sounds like it. Oh, I'll I, I get it, Paul. Oh, thank you. It's probably just, I don't know, probably just the postman with junk mail or something. Maybe. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, oh, how lovely of him. What is it, Cromarty? What's going on? The postman just brought me a package. Uh, it's from Milo. Some flowers. Oh, that's lovely. Milo sent you flowers? I thought you two had split up. Well, we have, Paul, but, well, maybe he's having second thoughts. Maybe he's trying to woo me back. I guess so. Um, yeah, I, I guess so.
Oh, this is marvellous. Uh, I've never had flowers. I, I, I might even accept his apology. Oh, oh yes. He must have heard that episode we released at Valentine's when you said you didn't ever get flowers. I know. Oh, how wonderful. Oh, and let me get them open. I wonder what he sent you. Roses? Maybe carnations? Does he know what your favourite flower is? I don't think I do. Oh, I don't mind. Just a bouquet, a beautiful bouquet of flowers. It'll be wonderful. Oh, let me get them open. Let me get the. Oh! Oh! Oh, my goodness, no! Oh, that's horrible! Oh, I knew it was too good to be true. How cruel! How cruel! Oh, how cruel! Comedy, what is it? The flowers, they're all dead. They're covered in. It tastes like horseradish sauce. Oh, Cromarty. Who on earth would send you a bouquet of dead flowers covered in horseradish sauce? Well, Milo, apparently. No, come on, let me have a look. There must be a message. Look, there is. Look, there's a little card. What does it say? You always wanted flowers, and now you have them. But they're not for Milo. They're for me, the April Fool prankster. Await my call. What's this about? Paul, do you think it's an April Fool's joke? I think it must be, yes. Oh, dear. Oh, now the phone's ringing. Perhaps you ought to answer it. No, Paul, you answer it. All right. Hello, um, Paul Shayetti here. Who is this? It's me. It's Adrian. Where's Cromarty? He's here. What's going on? I am the April Fool's prankster. Did Cromarty get his flowers? He did. Yes, he did. They're very beautiful, thank you. Uh, no, they're not. No, no, they're not. It's a beautiful bouquet of flowers. Your April Fool's prank must have gone wrong. What? A beautiful bouquet of flowers? Not a bouquet of dead flowers? Covered in horseradish sauce? No, not at all. Oh, dear. Seems like your April Fool prank has backfired on you. What a waste of money, eh, Ick? <laughs> anyway, uh, better go. Yes, we better go. I want to put my flowers out. <laughs> oh, I'm confused now. Ah, oh, bless you. Never mind. Okay, bye, Ick. Thanks for calling. Oh, what? What? Oh. Oh, Paul, you're so quick-witted. I don't know about being quick-witted, but uh, there's no way I was going to let him think that he'd sent the flowers that he thought he'd sent. Why is he doing that? Well, it's because it's April Fool's Day and he wanted to fool us. Yeah, I know, but... Oh, how cruel. I thought that Milo had sent me flowers. I know, Cromarty. Oh, dear. At least he didn't send you these flowers. No, Ig did. Oh, I'm so furious with him. I know, but we have to be careful. We can't be furious with him. I wonder if he's done April Fool's jokes to anybody else. Maybe we should inquire. I bet he has, Paul. He's trying to wind everybody up. Trying to make everyone get cross with him. Yes. Oh, this is just getting out of hand. Oh, Paul. These flowers stink. I'm going to have to put them straight in the bin. Yeah, it's okay. Let me do it. I'll sort it out. Has he done an April Fool on you? I don't think so. But I, I think that's deliberate. Um, possibly to make people think that I'm involved in it too, or or I don't know. Oh, Paul, I'm so upset. Cromarty, don't be upset. Let me sort these out for you. I'll put the kettle on, make you a cup of tea. Oh, dear, oh, dear. He really has gone too far this time. Oh, he has. Much, much too far. <laughs> Thank you.
so Paul, all those horrible April Fool's pranks. Yes, they were pretty horrible, weren't they? Um, they were just spiteful. They weren't funny. They weren't even, um, you know, what you necessarily call an April Fool's prank. That they were um, like sabotaging things. Um, like like what happened to Bettina's wigs. That's not funny. It was just inconvenient and well, it's just going to cost her money to put it straight. Yes, Paul. They were cruel things, often. Yeah, I'd say they were all cruel. Um, Bettina in the wig. Um, August in his paints. You know, I mean, August protects his paints. I mean, with, with his life. I mean, really awful. Yes, Paul. Reginald being embarrassed like that. Um... Tallulah and, and the piano I mean that's just cruel because she needed to use it Martin and the crime business that's just like sort of horrible teasing as well I mean what happened to your Uncle John with the magpies I mean the magpies won't hurt or anything but can you imagine if Uncle John walks in on that dreadful Paul absolutely dreadful and what he did with you just just, uh, it was all spiteful stuff, wasn't it? Absolutely. And I guess making me run around trying to sort it all out and getting upset was also spiteful. That's not what a April Fool is meant to be. It's not supposed to be mean. It's supposed to be funny or sort of, I don't know. But you called him, did you not? I did call him. And was he at all sorry? Um, no, not at all. But, um, as I've said before, I didn't want to get angry with him because I realised that, um, potentially it would just be more fuel for him to use when he possibly decides not to renew his contract. Yes, Paul, I don't think I really helped, but I had to say something to him. It's me, Paul. Oh, how are you? April Fool's Day! Yes, Ick, yes. April Fool's Day. Did you get my messages, everybody? Yes, we did. Did you like my April Fool's? Um, yeah, they were very funny. I mean, they were a bit cruel. Oh, is that not what you're supposed to do? Well, it's difficult to define what actually makes a funny April Fool's joke. But, uh... I don't know. Uh, it was nice of you to make the effort. Oh, well, thank you, Paul. It's after midday now, though, so you can't do an April Fool's joke on me, or the joke will be on you. I, I, I don't 
tend to do April Fool's jokes, or I haven't done for a very long time. Um, but um, I can't really speak for any of the people that you actually did the pranks on. Um, if they do a prank on me, the prank will be on them. Well, I mean, you say that, but they may or may not care. What do you mean, Paul? Well, they may or may not care whether the prank's on them. They might still like to do a prank on you. I mean, Bettina in the wigs, August in the paint, Reginald and the embarrassing costume, Tallulah and the piano, Martin and the crime, Yeti Uncle John and the parakeets, Cromarty and the bouquet. I mean, uh, I, I really don't think you're going to get away with out some... Uh, retaliation. Is that a threat, Paul? Look, I'm not doing anything. I'm just saying that one of those people, at least one of those people, might want comeback. And that that old thing about doing April Fools before midday, the sort of pranks you did, um, well, you know, are, are the sort of pranks that people like to retaliate to. But they better not do, Paul. You better make sure they don't. Um... I have said to them that um, that they they shouldn't retaliate, but that's not to say they won't. No, you told them, because you don't want me upset. You don't want me not to sign the contract. Well, I knew it all came down to that, Ick. I know you're just trying to stir things, um, but I didn't think it was wise for people to overreact. You know, this is your first real time at doing... April Fool's jokes, and uh, I didn't want to put you off as such, even though I don't think you've quite hit the right mark. Oh, you don't? No, no, I don't. I'm, I'm just saying I've tried my best to stop anyone doing anything, but I don't think the old, that old thing about midday is going to make any difference. Um, it, it's quite possible that... Um, you, you may have made a few people cross, and... Uh, you're saying you're cross? I'm... No, I'm not saying anything about me. I'm just saying I'm saying more about the people you did the pranks to. But I kind of did do a prank on you. It wasn't really a prank. It was just getting me upset, uh, trying to, you know, fix things. Mm, right. Well, is that all you want to say? That's all I want to say for now. Yeah. Oh, for now, there's more. No, I'm just saying that uh, I'd keep myself locked away in my spaceship if I were you, because who knows, huh? What uh, could occur? Oh, that is a threat, Paul. No, it's not a threat. I don't know anything. I'm just saying, who knows? Somebody may approach you. All right, then. Thank you. I'll be going now. Uh, Oh, all right. Have a happy April Fool's Day or something. Hello? It's gone. Paul, he was very uh, 
bullish, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Uh, which is is not a, a, a good thing. And uh, did anybody uh, retaliate, as you say? Um, well, I, I, listeners, um, I think we probably got some clips or some music or something. Um, and when we come back, we'll reveal to you if anyone did retaliate. Oh, dear, oh, dear. What a mess. Um, anyway, let's listen to this. I, I did not retaliate, listeners. No, Cromartimi, no, you didn't. I really, really wanted to. I may kick him in the shins at some point, but uh, I, I did not retaliate. Oh, please, don't kick him in the shins. I never know which ones are his shins and which ones are his arms. <sighs> yeah, anyway, let's listen to this. When we come back, we'll, we'll explain a bit more. Yes, yes.
think that's all we've got time for. What a mess of a day. I don't know. It's just been very difficult trying to juggle all of the uh, all the problems. I mean, I'm cross. I really am cross with Ick. But I don't want to upset him. It's all right, Paul. We've, we've taken it out of your hands. You, you've done. You've done what? What have you done? Oh, August and I. Uh, well, it's been payback time. It's our little April Fool. I know it's a little late, but uh, well, we've done something that will really, uh, you know, uh, uh, put the cat amongst the pigeons or the magpies. Well, anyway, are the magpies back at your your magpie hut now? They are, Paul, they are. And the parakeets have gone back to wherever they came from. Dear, oh dear. They're quite discombobulated, of course. Who? The magpies. Having been in that spaceship, <laughs> well, they can't stop talking about it. I can't get a moment's rest. And uh, But anyway, as I say, it's been payback time. If he won't apologise, then, well, you know, uh, well, he deserves a bit of a prank played on him. Oh, gosh. You're just going to make matters worse. Well, well, maybe we are, but maybe, you know, he doesn't want to apologise. Maybe, uh, you know, all this worrying about uh, whether he's going to sign a contract again, uh, we, we shouldn't even be thinking about it. You know, I think uh, he, his lack of concern for all the trouble he's caused kind of shows that he, he doesn't care less about us anymore. Uh, maybe it's time for him to go. I know you don't want to hear it, Paul, but I think it's the truth. Oh, I know you might be right, but uh, maybe... I'm worried that some of the listeners only listen to the Charlotte podcast because of Ick. He has a big fan base, you know. Oh, not as big as you think. People don't just listen in for him. And who do they listen in for? Well, a bit of everybody. And a lot of people like me, of course. I don't like to boast. But, you know. And then there are your, your people like uh, like Nick and uh, Toppy and Harry and, and uh, you know, uh, uh, Uncle Warren, of course. He's got his own fan club. I suppose so. I hope you haven't done anything too bad. I I don't think I can cope with any more upset. Well, you know, he's going to have to apologise. I mean, particularly to poor old Tallulah. Putting honey in her piano so it went out of tune. Ugh, that's that's pretty much ruined that piano. Yeah, I know. Um, the, the, the ironic thing is some of the people he did the most spiteful things to are the people that he, um, you know had the least quarrel with. It's shown a very cruel side to him. Yes, Paul. Well, uh, hopefully you'll learn his lesson. Oh, gosh. Well, well, listeners, that is all we've got time for. Well, uh, if you'd like to uh, uh, get up early and, uh, and be at my magpie hut just before dawn, you will witness Ick discovering exactly what we have done. Our little prank. He doesn't know about it yet. No, it's too dark. I'm not saying any more. Right, we'll be there. Good, I think you'll enjoy this. Well, listeners, you certainly will enjoy it. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, listeners, bye for now. We'll see you at dawn, or just before dawn. Oh, gosh. After this bit of music. Okay, we've got plenty of other episodes in the can. Hopefully this whole April Fool's business won't get in the way of us getting back to normal as normal as things can be. All right. Um, we'll, we'll speak to you again soon. Bye-bye for now. Bye, listeners. Yeah, you just wait. Oh, it's funny. Oh, yes.
I I can't believe you're up so early. I'm sorry about waking you, Bettina. Oh, darling, it's no problem. I couldn't sleep all night. August was pacing about. Is he still with you? He is, darling, yes. thought he might have turned up at the Magpie Hut, seeing as he and uh, his Uncle John are equally responsible for this prank. Do you know what it is? Do you know what they've done? I don't, darling, but, well... But it's got to be something artistic, hasn't it? I'd say so. Um, can you see anything yet, darling? It's still quite dark out there, but I can see it is getting light. Oh, dear, I better leave you to it. I'll get it out of him. I'll ask him what he's done. Oh, I need some coffee. I don't blame you. I need coffee. All right, I'll let you go. Oh, darling, go on. Oh, oh dear, oh, dear. I know. One million kisses, darling. One million and one kisses. And to you. Yes, darling. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Oh, there you are, Paul. Who are you talking to? Just Bettina. I'm trying to find out exactly what you're up to. Oh, nothing. You'll see in a minute. It's getting light now. Look across there at the spaceship. Look across at the spaceship. I, I don't hear of these binoculars. Uh, oh, graffiti and colours and pinks and... Oh, what have you done to his spaceship? We've uh, updated it, modernised it. Covered it in pinks and blues and reds. He's going to hate it. Oh, I wouldn't be so sure. Oh, dear, what a mess. It's a, it's a bit of a mess, isn't it? Yeah, it serves him right. Oh, gosh. Oh, dear. I can hear the sea music coming. Listeners. Yes, listeners. When we come back, they've equal emerged from the spaceship and he'll see what, what a lovely mess we've made. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. good but yeah definitely time to come home now wow real no kidding goodbye 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 <laughs> yes goodbye 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 this show is part of the pride 48 network find more shows over at pride48.com oh dear What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net Oh, what are you two doing here? Um, I'm, I'm here because of him. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen what we've done to your spaceship? It's a trick. April Fool. It's April the 2nd, with Uncle John. But yes, I have seen what you've done. I think it's beautiful. You think it's what? What? I think it's beautiful. All those colours. I'm going to be the uh, talk of the town. Well, the talk of the galaxy. <sighs> well, uh, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> oh, I do. I do very much. That's not the reaction I was expecting. You were supposed to be furious. Well, I'm not. I'm very happy. Very happy indeed. Oh, it... it, This is supposed to be payback. Come on, Paul. Come and have a cup of coffee. Um, um, 
Oh, I can't believe. Oh, dear. Oh, this is oh, dreadful. Uh, we can make it worse. All right, thank you. Oh, dear. <sighs> it is quite nice, Paul. It wasn't a very good prank, was it? Uh, um, I mean, I'm kind of not surprised they did a prank, but yes, I mean, the trouble is asking August to do, um, uh, you know, graffiti. Uh, it, it's turned out like this. It's turned out nice. <laughs> yes, well, that's what you get. Uh, they can't get one over on me. No, I, I um, I, I, I do hate this, all these pranks. Hmm, well, never mind. Are you going to have that coffee? I think I will. To be fair, I really do think they went along the wrong route with this. Your ship does look glorious. It looks really nice. Yes. I'm not sure the paint will last. Once I go up into space, I think it will dissolve eventually, but uh, I don't suppose they took that into account either. <laughs> oh well. Oh, well, it's a shame. I'm going to take some photographs before I take off, just in case, to preserve the art. Yeah, OK. Oh dear, listeners. <laughs> it does look very nice, though, which isn't what they were going for. Oh well. I just really wonder about the show. I really do. Hello, August Evans. August, it's me, Yeti Uncle John. What's going on? Has Ick seen the spaceship? He has. Oh, dear. August, you did too good a job. I did what? You, 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 your daubing of your paint. It, it, it looks too nice. He said he liked it. Oh, dear. Oh, that wasn't what he wanted, was it? Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, gosh. We need to try something else. Yeah, we, we do. Oh, th- I thought he'd be furious. You know how proud of that spaceship he is. Oh, he said it was beautiful. And, well, I can't believe it. Paul sent me a text. He's been taking photos. He thinks it's a work of art. Oh, uh, I suppose he is. He's got an August Evans original. He has. This isn't what we wanted. I thought we were going to write swear words and, and nasty things all over it. Couldn't tell. It was, it was too dark when we were doing it. I was just holding the ladder, passing you the paints. I couldn't tell what you were doing. We think I got a bit carried away. Oh, dear. We'll have to think of something else. We most certainly will. Oh, dear. Look, I've got to get back to the magpies. They're causing havoc. All right, I'll have a think. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, I'm sorry, Yeti Uncle John. Uh, oh, gosh. Um, well, we'll get our own back eventually, I promise. Yes, we have to. That alien, he's got to learn a lesson. Oh, yes, he will. I promise he will. He better do. Oh, dear. What a mess. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear.
a month.